0: Hey guys, I'm Valerie.
1: And I'm Jasmine, and this is Crafts, Drafts, and Crimes.
0: Thank you for continuing to listen. We really appreciate it. Um, Before we get started today, I promise we won't take too long. I just want to tell you something real quick that just kind of bothered me today. Um, So I went to a surf shop with my boyfriend because he's buying a new surfboard. And it turns out, I've never surfed. Have you ever surfed?
1: never i um i like the water but i don't like the ocean. So yeah, never-
0: <laughs> surfing like terrifies me the idea of trying to like jump a wave which i know is not what you're doing but anyways so and I noticed how much wax they put on everything. And he was telling me about how much wax they use, he uses on his board before he goes out into the water and stuff like that. And then we started talking about all the people who go out into the water in movies who are carrying their surfboards that are, like, slick as hell and how impractical that is. Because I was looking at all the different pretty surfboards on the wall there, and it just – it's so impractical. So I just wanted to share that with you because I thought that was funny. It's the entire time that I've ever watched any kind of movie – in the past i it wasn't weird to me you know what i mean
1: yeah now that like i think on it I'm, I'm like thinking of like movies and just watching them carry their surfboards and like that makes sense it would make sense for it to be like super slippery after putting all that wax on well
0: it's but weird. they're not putting wax on in there because you can oh. see yeah, because when you put the wax on it, it makes it so that like you stick, so that you don't go flying off of it. Because you would have no oh, grip. Oh, okay. Right, See? which is why I was confused. See? Fun <laughs> fact for anybody who's never surfed before. If you've surfed, you already know this. Um, otherwise, you would have fallen flat on your face like I probably would have if I tried.
1: Right, exactly. I would have done the same. I, um, I remember one time, the, so when I used to live in Florida, we used to have jet skis. Ooh, fun. And yeah it was super fun and like the one time that my parents let me drive my jet or drive the jet ski um since i wasn't supposed to i was only like 14 or 15 at the time and i had um a family friend and then like uh his cousin i think had went with us to the beach and stuff and like we were like we weren't like super far away from um like where everybody else was but we're we're at a good distance so we were just driving along and then we're like we seen like some dolphins beside us so that was pretty cool oh wow and then yeah it was pretty dope and then we kept going and then there was like a school of steam gray that had like just like passed us like it was so cool and then all of a sudden these doofuses behind me they're like leaning over to the side trying to see the stingray and then we just like fucking like tip over oh my gosh (laughs) that was the scariest shit i've (laughs) ever experienced like they started freaking out when we resurfaced because luckily where we were at for some reason like the um like we could touch the sand still. Uh huh. So it was pretty cool that we could do that. So like I was nice and calm, even though I was freaking out inside. Cause it's like, holy shit, we just passed the school stingray. Right. And we did. Then we just fucking wiped out, and they're gonna hear us and come back and kill us all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but did they? <laughs> they <didn't.
1: laughs> but That's yeah. cool though. And then Ever since then, I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. I don't like the ocean. I'm going to just uh, play right here at the
0: shore, and I'm going to be okay. That's <laughs> funny. I think stingrays are really neat. I mean, their eyes on the top, like, kind of freak me out. Actually, I had gone um, on a cruise for a bachelorette party early on this year, right before everything started closing down, and we went to, where were we? We were in Cozumel, Mexico, and we went snorkeling, and there was this giant-ass stingray. I swear to you, it was, like, the size of my whole body, and it was following me in the water like it was directly underneath me and i was like oh hey what's up and then you know i swam a different direction and then it came with me and i'm like this is not gonna work for me and it kept following me <laughs> so i would have
1: been terrified
0: and it's staring at you i mean because it has no choice it looks up you know what i mean but like <laughs> it bothered me very deeply
1: <laughs> I mean, the part that bothers me is that their mouth is on the bottom so you can't see yes like gonna bite you or
0: anything i don't know if they bite i don't know um, if they bite either that's probably a really somebody's screaming at their <laughs> whatever they're listening to on right now <laughs> like because we're stupid but <laughs> i mean obviously we know they sting we're not that stupid but like no, no, do no, they no, also bite oh because well, they eat well, yeah, like, i mean they have to I... bite but would they bite a human
1: That's a good question we're gonna have to have somebody look that up for us
0: i wonder if they have like Mm -hmm. suction mouths
1: Uh,
0: that's gonna bother i don't want to know forget everything i said (laughs) nobody tell me
1: (laughs) well i know like so because i lived in florida and i joke about my shitty education but um i remember we went to the aquarium and we went to sea world a lot for um like Field trips. That's cool. One time, yeah. (laughs) So, one time (laughs) when we were at the SeaWorld, they let us like pet the stingrays and like baby stingrays. It was super cute. And like, I think back to it and I'm like, fuck that. (laughs) <laughs> I, if that was me now, I may have like dipped a finger in there and like touched it. But I'm pretty sure when I was little, I probably like, dipped my whole fucking hand in
0: there. And Were they like stingrays without it? stingers? Because they can make it so that they can't sting you. Uh,
1: that's a good question. I do not know.
0: I would hope so if they're letting a bunch of kids put their hands in there. Right. But it is Florida. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Florida. They do what they want.
0: They're a whole different country. I know. They don't even have laws. Oh gosh. Okay. I think that's enough stingray talk for now. (laughs) Anybody who's been skipping ahead every 30 seconds, you can stop right here. (laughs) We're going to start talking about crime. (laughs) Okay. So today we're doing obviously another missing person. Um, This is one that i mean they're all baffling i don't even know what i'm trying to say um it well yeah (laughs) i'm gonna start out with my sources i can't even have words i know um do you say spokane or spokane it's spokane right washington Uh, it's spokane i I I should have looked this up i think it's spokane it's
1: a washington right yeah yeah, fuck that. I don't like Washington, so I just yeah. You know. We're, We're gonna go with Spokane
0: because I'm almost positive it's the right one, and I should have just googled it before we started, but now I'm committed. Spokane we Chronicle. Do a
1: poll to, to see how many people say Spokane versus Spokane.
0: Just like Oregon versus Oregon.
1: Yeah, I say Oregon.
0: Or Kerr Avenue versus Kerr Avenue. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck Here that. locally, for anybody who doesn't live in Wilmington, we have a road. It's K E R R. Avenue, and I can't tell you. I mean, everybody says it a different way. Half yeah, half the people yeah, are yeah. cur, half people are car, and it's not like the difference between people who have, are from here and people who have moved here. Like it's literally just everybody has their own way of saying it.
1: Right, that's like Whiteville versus White Bull. <laughs> Like,
0: No, it's Whiteville. Oh my gosh! Whiteville there was this girl, no Caitlin. You. I know. There's this girl, Caitlin. Um, well, she's my friend. I don't know why I'm calling her like she's in the past. Since. My friend Caitlin, um, who used to work with me at CVS, somebody one day was saying they were from Whiteville, but they said, Wyattville, like that. And she, I remember her asking my manager, where's Wyattville? <laughs> he was like, no, Whiteville, you dumbass. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. My manager from uh, Walmart, he is from Whiteville. So like time I would say Whiteville, he'd be like, no Jasmine, it's why bull.
0: Bull, like, bull.
1: I can't do this. This <laughs> is not proper. I'm
0: actually starting to do it and I think it's not that I'm adapting so much as I've become lazier. And it's much easier to say fable. <laughs> Right, Fable. That's
1: another one. Right? I know. But you know the problem? It just came out of my mouth so naturally.
0: I and know. It feels right. I
1: know. It just
0: i need to stop okay let's move forward so we're going with spokane spokane (laughs) Spokane chronicle great falls tribune wikipedia because i love wikipedia um charlie project in billings gazette those are my sources we are going to talk today about patricia meehan have you ever heard of her Cool, let's do it. So Patricia Meehan was born in 1951, so we're going back a little bit, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She studied childhood development in college, which she went to in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Here we go again with Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. we're not staying there. Don't worry. So in 1985, which puts her at about 34 years old, um, she decides she wants to work on a ranch actually, cause she loves animals. So she moves to Bozeman, Montana, which uh, I keep talking with Stephanie about. We're going to go to Montana because Montana is supposed to be like the most beautiful place ever. Just like nature wise. So I totally get this move can I think of like horses and cowboy hats and <laughs> I think of like lakes and parks like I don't think of ranches which clearly there's a lot of ranches there <laughs> totally opposite I can just see you guys with like uh,
1: some wheat grass or whatever like the straw in your mouth with cowboy hats
0: <laughs> yeah I chew, I chew the straw to get rid of the taste of one beer before I start my next <laughs> <laughs> But so she moves to Bozeman, Montana, and on April 19th of 1989, so this is about four years after she moved there, she calls her dad, who's still in Pittsburgh, and she's saying she's pretty stressed out and she wants to come home. So she's 37 years old at this time, and she has no family nearby. And um, she was reported as having slight depression recently, which is, I mean, super relatable, especially when you're nowhere near your family. That makes sense
1: definitely definitely do we know why she moved maybe i'm jumping the
0: gun but but. just for work just to work so she went to because she was from pittsburgh so she went to school in oklahoma and then moved to montana so she must like a change of scenery okay which i understand um childhood development listen to me
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: okay i'm sure other people already forgot but i told you two minutes ago
1: (laughs) oh yeah been paying attention i swear i'm kidding my bad bad.
0: you're fine (laughs) but so she is in montana now to work with animals and on a farm because that's not really i mean i guess that might be a thing somewhere in pittsburgh but not as prevalent as montana so also well i was gonna say because pittsburgh cold but actually so is montana never mind (laughs) So on April 20th, this is the day after she talks to her dad, she sees her landlord who later says that she was very hyper that day and a little unlike herself. Okay. Okay. So at 8.15pm, this is April 20th, 1989, near Circle, Montana, which is about four hours from Bozeman. It's like, so Bozeman, if you're looking at Montana, it's this giant rectangle, okay? Bozeman's okay. in I'm not gonna use directions. I'm just gonna use like up down. Um, it's okay. in the bottom left hand corner and okay. circles like kind of toward it's like almost diagonally across so it's like toward the top right hand side. Okay. okay, which is northeast my- for anybody who <laughs> who's not an idiot. <laughs> So it's not, like, it's nowhere near. It's 400 miles away, which, I mean, how long does it take people to drive 400 miles? I don't know what the speed limits are like out there and what the roads are like, but gosh, it's a long drive. Um, And it's eight o'clock at night. So, And she's driving the wrong direction on the road.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, no, not good. Um, And a woman, Peggy, and her father in the car, and she actually drives them off the road and they end up on the shoulder trying to avoid hitting her. But Uh she collides into the car that was behind Peggy's car.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yes. So head-on collision. And the woman that she collides with, her name is um, Carol. And Carol is actually an off-duty police dispatcher.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Just fun fact. (laughs) But so Carol's used to, you know, certain, I mean, not necessarily being in a car accident, but, you know, understands the circumstances of it. So Carol gets out of the car and she sees Patricia do the same thing out of her car. The one that Patricia, again, is the one who hit her. And so Patricia doesn't say a word to her. She said she looks at her and I quote, as if she's looking directly through her. I hate that. Doesn't I hate say a word. Say
1: that because it's such an eerie fucking
0: look. It's creepy. She said it was creepy. <laughs> oh. Um, and so she doesn't say anything. Whatever. Well, I'm gonna remind you this is 1989. We're pre-cell phones, okay? So Peggy decides she's gonna go and you know call police. Whatever. Like they're both out of the car and they're seemingly okay, right? Um, so mm-hmm. she tells her dad to stay there. With Carol. And she's going to go hunt down a way to call police and get them there. Well, before Peggy leaves, Patricia... So, like, on the side of the highway, there's a fence. You know sometimes highways have that? Like a little, like, um, chain link type fence? Yeah. She sees Patricia climb over it. What? And she... Patricia... So, she climbs over... I'm trying to paint this picture. She climbs over the fence and turns around and looks at the accident. And okay, I've got chills right now, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you have chills now, just wait. Um, Peggy says, and I quote, it was as if she was a spectator, not like it happened to her. So Peggy's now on the other, or excuse me, Patricia is now on the other side of the fence, looking at the car wreck that she just caused, as if she's just stumbling upon it. No, I don't like this. So right before Peggy drives off, Patricia turns around and just walks away into the empty field. Shut the fuck Like her car is still running. It's in the middle of the road, in the middle of a highway. Walks away. Oh,
1: that's uber fucking creepy.
0: It's also the last time Patricia has definitely ever been seen. There are alleged sightings, which I'll get into in a little bit. But that's the very last time that anyone's positive they saw her. And they don't know who she is, mind you, at this time. And there's also no reason yeah. that her name should ring a bell when they find out who she is. But when police do show up, they run her tags and they find out her name. They're like, okay, well, this is her. Like, nobody knows her. They don't know you know, what she's doing. They have no idea why she's in Circle. She has no connections in Circle, Montana. And I also t- took the time to like do a couple different routes from Bozeman to Pittsburgh in case she was driving home. Nowhere near Mm -hmm. where she had to go. Much further north from where she had to go.
1: So it it couldn't be like a possibility that maybe she took like a wrong exit or anything?
0: If she took a wrong exit and then drove another 150 miles in the wrong direction, yes. (laughs) But it's not like it's just 30 miles out of the way. Like it's way, and I looked at a couple different paths. It's way off the path. It's nowhere near going. It's seriously the complete opposite direction where she'd have to go to go to Pennsylvania. Yeah, oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs>
1: chills.
0: I know, right. <laughs> so, mm. you know, they discover who she is, and they're like, okay. And, you know, they know that she went off into the field. So police begin searching for her. And they do for a couple hours. Mind you, this happened at 815. Um, and at about three o'clock in the morning, they stop their search and wait until morning to continue. They find some tracks that are in that field, but they come to a stop. I don't know if it's because of a weird, like, terrain. It's not like, I'm not saying she vanished in the thin air. Yeah. Just, you know, they were unable to follow him to a certain point. Okay. So the next day and the next couple of weeks, um, they did several different searches. They used, like, different ATVs to go through the fields and the forest. They went on helicopters. And they also searched, um, there was, like, a nearby abandoned coal mine. And they didn't find her. They didn't find any trace of her.
1: So, like, this coal mine, was it, is it, like, a big coal mine that may have, like, multiple, like,
0: caves and shit in it? Um, I guess that's possible. I actually don't know the answer to that. Okay, okay. But, mm-hmm. so again, so now she's she's gone. Nobody knows any reason what might have happened, okay? So, mm-hmm. <sighs> over the next couple months... There were, I mean, so many alleged sightings of Patricia, which is possible. Everybody knows that she walked away from the scene. So there's no telling where she is or if she's alive or what happened. Um, mm-hmm. So they see her in Bozeman, which is where she's from. Well, not where she's from, where she's living, I should say. They see her okay. in Minnesota, in South Dakota, and in Washington. Now, the Washington sightings are a little curious because she actually has an ex-boyfriend in Spokane. And she has a sister in Seattle.
1: Okay. So it is possible.
0: It is possible. And the sightings of her, and again, none of them are actually confirmed, but the sightings of her are really weird. So there's one, for example, where she is at a fast food restaurant for like 11 hours drinking drinking coffee. There's another one where she was at, like, some, um, I think it was either a truck stop or a gas station, something like this. And she was there for several hours just drinking soda and, like, flipping through a newspaper and doing different things like that.
1: I don't like this. (laughs) I, I don't. I, yeah, yeah, this shit is creeping me out. I know. But if I was, if. So, like, was it like multiple people
0: who saw her? Oh, yeah, because it's through different states.
1: Multiple hours.
0: Multiple hours. But here's the thing is that so people think it might be her, but then a little while later in Idaho, somebody actually gets arrested for littering who looks exactly like Patricia. And so they do, and this woman, like, won't tell them who she is, and they do a fingerprint analysis, and it's not Patricia. And they actually contacted that ex who lives in Spokane, and he says that she's the spitting image of Patricia, and her voice even sounds just like Patricia. Oh,
1: stop talking to me.
0: (laughs) I'm kind of thinking that it's possible that, this woman could, she's she's transient, so she's just moving all about. She has no stable home. This could be the woman that they may have been seeing. It's just a thought.
1: Yeah, because have you ever heard, like, everybody has their, like, doppelganger? Yes. <laughs>
0: okay,
1: that was her doppelganger. I'm like, um, yeah.
0: Yes. But so that's actually all of the information about the case that I can find.
1: That's so fucking crazy.
0: I have That's two so main theories that I read that I want to talk with you about. So the first okay. one. So she had been mentioning, you know, being in a little bit of a depressive state and um, told her dad that she wanted to go home because she was stressed out, right? Mm-hmm. There's a theory that she might have been driving erratically and on the other side of a road as a suicide attempt.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Why circle, though? Why would she have driven that far?
1: That's true. Like, she could have definitely done all that, like, closer to where she was at.
0: True. But then we also go back to, okay, well, what if she had originally, when she got in her car, decided she was going to go to Pittsburgh, started driving the right route, and then at some point was like, I don't know if I want to do this, drove off a different direction.
1: Which is crazy to me that you would do that, but if she, like, what I what I keep thinking about is the fact that she was like hyper right those last couple of days so that kind of like makes so like she was feeling depressed and then all of a sudden she got really hyper so that makes me kind of think she scored some drugs like maybe some Vyvanse or some Adderall because you know that has the opposite effect on people who aren't or who don't have ADHD and um, stuff like that, so maybe that's why she was super hyper. Maybe that's, that's interesting. She took some mood stabilizers or something.
0: That could be. I hadn't thought about that. I really, I just think that's a weird piece of it that she was acting strangely. And I also wonder though, like, par- so the only person who said that was her landlord. And part of me is like, is that because it was after the fact? You know what I mean. Like, I wonder if he would have thought differently if nothing had happened. You know what I mean? Or if he was just like, oh, she was hyper. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that either. Like, maybe. Because, you know, sometimes people do add on some extra little details or.
0: Or they read into things. Yeah. But it could very well be an important piece. Just a yeah, thought. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um,
0: Especially if she was, you know, some... glazy later and didn't really, un- like, feel like she was fully there, you know what I mean, during the accident. Right. Like, that very well like, could have been a drug-induced something.
1: Yeah, that's just fucking creepy that she just... Yeah. Was staring, like, just, like, staring, like, through the other lady. Like, it just... And the fact that she was just watching it like she was a bystander, that's what would haunt me for the rest of my life.
0: Oh, I'm sure it does haunt those girls there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one other theory I want to talk about. People are saying that maybe she got amnesia from the wreck. Because the way that she was behaving immediately afterward, she's acting like it didn't even happen to her. And then she just disappears, and nobody ever hears from her again. Like maybe she has no idea who she is.
1: But does that really happen in real life? Because that <laughs> only happens in movies.
0: I mean, like, I scientifically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Hey, yeah. Did so? Did she hit them that hard?
0: I mean they were both able to get out of the car so i don't know but if you hit your head the right way yeah
1: okay
0: i guess or if she had something in her system and that can somehow like i don't know just that just sounds stupid but like if you like somehow hitting your head with something in your system can like further impair you which i don't know makes sense but just a thought
1: So, did they go through like the contents in her car at all? Did they report anything like that? There was nothing
0: weird. Not a single weird thing in her car. No, nothing at all. There was no like sign of her A, wanting to kill herself, B, like trying to run away, like C, going on a long trip. It's not like she had like a suitcase. That maybe she was going to Pittsburgh. Like nothing like that. There was nothing weird reported about her car. Except for the fact that it was driving the wrong direction.
1: So really quick. Um, did you ever hear about. Um, I don't know what her last name is. But I was listening to it on another podcast. And like they did like a kind of like a documentary. It's called What's Wrong with Aunt Diane.
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: So basically real quick summary of it. Basically, it's this woman. She has like six kids with her in her minivan, and it's like her kids and her nieces and nephews, and they're going home because the kids were going to spend the night at her house. And all of a sudden, she's driving on the interstate in the opposite yes on the opposite side of the road, and she like gets in a head-on collision and kills her and most of the kids except for like one, and I think she kills the other people too.
0: I remember. I know what you're talking about. Yes.
1: It was in, like, New Jersey or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what made me, that's what came to my head when you said she was driving on the opposite side of the road. I was like, holy shit.
0: And didn't she have, like, some kind of, like, a mental break?
1: So, they said that she did. Well, the family keeps saying that she did. But the cops, and when they did the investigation, they found um, liquor bottles in the car. Like, she was drinking and literally drinking and driving with all those kids in there. But the family keeps fighting them and saying that that wasn't the case. So...
0: Interesting. Well, there was nothing like that, at least that was reported in this case. Okay. Do you have any other theories? The the being drug-induced is interesting to me. Um, I hadn't really thought about that.
1: Yeah... Um No, like the only thing I can really think of is the drug-induced thing, just and just, I don't know like I mean, I guess maybe she could have had a mental break too and finally decided fuck this, whatever happens happens and then I'm peacing out.
0: And then do what? Like I don't I don't ever understand that. And like here's the thing, like even if she did, for example, get amnesia, Like, she, at some point, is going to realize that something's wrong. Like, she doesn't know where she lives. She doesn't know, like, what to do or what the purpose of, like, her life is or what her name is or what money is. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, why, like, why wouldn't you go to a police station and be, like, hey, kind of don't remember who I am. Don't know where I live. Help.
1: (laughs) Right. I just...
0: That's why I don't buy the amnesia thing, just because it doesn't make sense to me, but I no. also don't know what things come in, come with amnesia, you know what I mean?
1: Right, right. Like, I just, the amnesia thing is so hard for me to believe. I just, I'm a skeptic about that.
0: I, that's really funny because that's the number one theory. <laughs>
1: I can't. I'm so I can't either.
0: It doesn't that. make sense to me. And then, of course, there's theories that, you know, she walked off that night and then she was eventually met with foul play and just hasn't been found.
1: Yeah, which is very possible. Like, I I, I would believe that before I would believe the Anisha thing.
0: <laughs> I would, too. But just because I'm none the wiser. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, this is just another person that, I mean, these possible living, but missing people just drive me nuts. Like, I don't understand. It just feels like like there should be able to be answers here and there's not. Because there's no, like, so in other cases that we talked about, like, it wasn't surprising to think that they might be dead. But with this, like, I have no idea
1: this I, and i think that's like part of the the part of the thing that gives me so like full body chills is that we you literally can't ex- like can't explain it there's like i there's so much shit that could have happened to her like right. who the fuck could have got ripped apart by coyotes somewhere far away right i just i i just don't see how people can one day just snap And just say, fuck this, fuck everything. I'm just going to act like, I don't know, like, I'm just going to act like I don't know anybody I'm going to start over. I just don't know how people can logically do
0: that. I don't either. And I also don't understand how not only can they do that, but how they can get away with it. And, like, nobody ever finding out that they're actually out there. Yeah. I know. Just another baffling case. And that's, I mean, that's all I've got for you today. So nice, short, I mean, we talked plenty, but nice, short episode. (laughs) So if you guys have any theories at all that we did not already discuss, please run them by us. Because, I I mean, I went through Reddit threads. And, of course, there's not that many about her because, again, she's one of those lesser known cases I'm finding. And I, I would love to know some people's theories and i just i can't think of anything other than what's already listed on there and your drug um idea is actually kind of interesting i'm making it sound bad i don't mean like hard drugs Although i guess i could be that too but
1: no no, no, no it's just a fact like it, it's a very possible fact like she could have gotten contact with the right people um do we do we really like know why it was so underreported is it just because she was like knew, and nobody really knew her.
0: Well, here's the thing, is that when this happened, and even to this day, like, there's no connection to it maybe being foul play. Okay. okay. She's missing, but she's not endangered. Missing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So... In my opinion, that's probably why, but I don't know the actual answer to that. And it also, she's a grown-ass adult. The thing is, is when you're not a yes. kid, it's a lot easier when you're like, okay, well, there was no person threatening to kill her that we're aware of. There's no, you know, nothing that says that she might have, you know, been hurt in any way, so she might have just ran off, and she's allowed to do that. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, that's a good point that you just brought up, because I know, like, um, in some of the cases that I've heard on uh, like missing adults, the cops are always like, well, they're an adult. They can do what
0: they want. If they don't want to be found, they don't want to be found. There's nothing we can do about it. That's exactly right. And especially with this, like, I don't even know if she was technically reported missing or if they just considered her missing because, I mean, she is a missing person. Don't misunderstand me. But like the police couldn't find her after the yeah. car accident. You know what I mean? It's not like she didn't show up at home and somebody called to report her. Like somebody saw her walk off into a field and she was never seen again. Yeah.
1: It's fucking creepy, dude. Creepy stuff. (laughs) This episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is our story of Patricia Meehan. Thank you guys for listening. Um, We're hoping by now when you're listening that we're available on Apple Podcast. Um, If not, just, you know, keep on Spotify. (laughs) Your bun is doing the thing where it's bobbing. I could do it, too. We both wear buns in our hair every time we do anything. So <laughs> that's
1: how we get shit done.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And we will see you guys soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.